you're listening to the Random City Podcast. City Podcast. This is Jimmy in Georgia. We're here to talk briefly today about some Halloween-related topics. I kind of had this idea a few days ago as Halloween was approaching the, um, I think it was last, maybe it was the year before last, 2011, did a few episodes of like my favorite Christmas movies and I talked about some of my favorite Christmas specials. And in that particular case, in the specials, I was talking about those things like the Charlie Brown Christmas, Rudolph, you know, those things that are only related to Christmas in that once-a-year type of thing, but not like the Seaver family Christmas on uh, Growing Pains or something. But this time around, I really I want to mention at least one or two uh, Halloween things that used to show when I was growing up, and then talk about a couple of my favorite Halloween-themed episodes of some of my shows that I liked you know, um, growing up and even as a young adult, I guess far as that goes but i don't know i really want to talk about that and so i figured in this in the idea of, of halloween that would be kind of a fun thing to talk about some nostalgia for the 80s and some other things like that so one of the things i wanted to start talking about was 1985 i was eight i guess seven eight whatever and uh garfield was really one of my uh things as a kid i think it was first grade i really got into garfield and so whenever we had those uh little bookmobiles or scholastic little things you need to order books. I'd always try to get me some Garfield, and I'd always try to check them out of the library and things. So I used to have a pretty good collection of those. <laughs> well, it's one of those things. Like most of my collections of most of everything from when I was a child, um, probably lost in our uh, eviction of 1989, I think it was, uh, where we got evicted out of the home where I'd lived in those first like 12 years of my life. And most, most literally most of my things were left behind. So yeah, anyway... <laughs> Looking back at Garfield, I don't, I don't have the same, I guess, appreciation for Garfield right now that I did as a child. I still have that that fond memory of him being one of my my like you know cartoons that I was really into, the little books and the little specials. And this was before Garfield and Friends. This was just when he only had things like Garfield in disguise, which was the Halloween episode, which later maybe on a VHS or DVD release they renamed it Garfield's Halloween Adventure or something like that. But Anyway, just as far as Garfield stuff, real quick, I aspired to be a cartoonist as a kid. I still draw on things sometimes now. I'm, I'm not, you know, super awesome at it. I haven't taken, like, a lot of classes. I wasn't an art major for very long. I actually was one in college for a little while. I only had one art class in high school. You know, go figure. But anyway, um, Garfield was the first character I could just draw and actually look like the character just freehand. And it still is one of the main ones that I can do. Because most of the time... If I draw things, I have to look at a reference to, to draw something. But Garfield's one of the few that I can just you know, knock out of there pretty quick. Both he and Odie. But anyway, back to Garfield in disguise. Uh, in this particular episode, or special I guess it was back then, uh, the main gist of it is Halloween. Garfield wants candy, obviously. He wants Odie to try to help him get more candy. Um, they go out on their little candy-getting adventure. They come to a, a place where there's like a river. And Garfield decides he wants to get in this little boat and cross the river to get more candy, all the while being dressed up as a pirate. And so Pirate Garfield and Odie both 
get in the little boat, sail across, find this old house. It's all creepy. Uh, they go inside. They think it looks all abandoned and stuff. There's a fire going in the fireplace, which means obviously it's not abandoned. And there's this really creepy old dude who basically says, I think he's like 112 years old, and tells them the story of how 100 years ago pirates left their treasure on this island. They said they would come back 100 years later to get it. And not too long after that, the old man steals their boat, goes away, and then the ghost pirate ship and ghost pirates come and uh, scare Garfield, and they eventually get away. They, they find the boat with their candy in it, and they make it home, and you know all ends well for Garfield. It was a fun little show. It's actually, if you haven't seen it, if you if you did see it, you know, twenty almost twenty years ago now, and you want to watch it again, it is on Amazon Prime Instant Video. If you have Prime Instant Video, you can check that out. And if not, um, you can get a free trial for thirty days. There'll be a link on the Twitter feed and on the blog and stuff. I'm, I assume just if I uh, follow through with, with those kind of things. But anyway, Garfield in disguise now called. Garfield's Halloween Adventure um, was a Halloween special from back in 1985. There's some other things I think I remember seeing a few times back then. Obviously, I mean, the one you, I guess, kind of have to mention at least is The Great Pumpkin with Charlie Brown and uh, Linus being in the pumpkin patch waiting for The Great Pumpkin to arrive and give him toys and things. But that one's so iconic, and it's so still around now. Um, I kind of feel like that one's almost... Like, what's the point of mentioning that one? Everybody's seen that one. Everybody knows all about that one. But that seems to be kind of the only one now, for as classic ones, I guess, they show. I mean, they have a, quite a few newer ones now. They have the uh, Scared Shrekless, and that word was Shrekless, <laughs> um, uh, from the Shrek movies. I think they actually had a few of those. Pretty much any computer-generated movie the last few years is a Halloween episode, like Monsters vs. Aliens. A bunch of those. There was one that was actually really cool I saw this year on ABC Family, which was the Toy Story of Terror, where um, kind of the Toy Story kids and the little girl from Toy Story 3 are on a trip. It's rainy. It's kind of Bates Motel-ish, and they stop, and bad things happen to toys. That's what happens in Toy Story nowadays, thanks to Michael Arndt, I guess. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I know they used to show the old, I guess it was Disney, like... Um, Sleepy Hollow with Ichabob Crane. I think they used to show that around Halloween time and the Headless Horseman. And granted, now we have the new version of that over on Fox where the Headless Horseman is a uh, horseman of the apocalypse and the guy's a time traveler through witchcraft and all sorts of stuff. They're following the uh, notes of the sheriff, much like the Winchesters followed their dad's journal on, on Supernatural. I mean, there's all sorts of things thrown in there. We've seen a couple episodes of that. It's pretty good, but... I don't know. There, I know there. I know there had to be more than that uh, growing up, but those are, those are the two that really stick out to me now. I guess when I was really young, we probably were out trick or treating instead of watching those things. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. But a couple of other things I really wanted to touch on, at least briefly, were some of the shows and most sitcoms, especially some other shows do this too. But most sitcoms have like Halloween episodes, and usually those are some of the best. Like I don't. I don't remember them super well, but I remember just the throwing these out there. It's not the ones I really want to talk about. I remember Roseanne doing a lot of like Halloween stuff, like big, like haunted houses in their garage kind of things. Um, obviously, you talk Halloween episodes. The Simpsons have had like 20, what, 24, 25 of those now. And I don't know that I've seen all of those. I know I saw most of the early ones. I've seen a couple of the most recent ones. I think I saw those last week um, on a Friday night. They were showing them on... Uh, on Fox, I think that was—I think it was this year's and last year's, but they weren't that good. I mean, compared to the old Simpsons, but I guess that's the case for the Simpsons in general. Who knows? But um, 
the, the ones I really want to talk about, apart from those, is I really did like the uh, Treehouse of Horrors and the, the aliens and all that stuff on, on, on The Simpsons, but the thing I really wanted to mention here were some of the more maybe obscure ones that really stick out to me to this day. Um, one of those, uh, I think both of these are from around the same time period, maybe around 1990. Um, one of those was um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the first season. Um, they had a Halloween episode. This was one of their first few episodes, really, because the show started probably in September of that year. So this is maybe six, seven episodes into the season. And uh, Will is still adjusting to being in Bel Air. And he and Carlton are at the mall, and they're trying to pick up this girl. That's like the whole first half of the episode. And both of them are telling her all these crazy made up stories about how important they are, how cool they are, um, and bashing the other one all the while. Um, Carlton at one point um, says Will, Will would take his dates out and wouldn't protect him against the vandals and he would show up and dance like Michael Jackson and kick the other guys but um, Will has a thing that's really funny talking about how he knows everyone in like Hollywood and stuff and how they're all his close personal friends um, at the time they were pretty cool people like um, Kadeem Hardison Heavy D um, Malcolm uh, Jamal Warner from The Cosby Show Quincy Jones, Albie Shore, and uh, one of my favorites at the time, especially Bo Jackson. Um, it was just a cool little little thing there they did. And, it, and eventually she goes to the Halloween party with Carlton, and then the girl at the coffee shop becomes Cinderella and goes with Will, and then the girl that went with Carlton ends up being a kleptomaniac stealing from the family there. But it was a fun little episode for Halloween. I just That one sticks out. But another one that was just awesome I feel like was the growing pains I think it was from that same season maybe 90 maybe 89 but I'm pretty sure it was 90 they had the happy Halloween part 1 part 2 so it was really like an hour long episode just like the Fresh Prince it was an hour long episode 2 and they had the power goes out and uh, Jason Seaver the dad in the growing pains decides to have uh, an old fashioned pilgrim kind of Halloween which is very kind of funny I kind of think the pilgrims who would be the people who would, I don't know, burn a witch probably wouldn't really celebrate Halloween so much. But anyway, that was his little spiel. And so they were kind of going around telling stories and stuff. And uh, one of the stories was, uh, I think this was the one Jason told, the dad of the show. And uh, it was like a 1950s horror movie where people had yellow eyes and they were like uh, kind of like body snatchers. They were like taking over people's lives and like, join us, join us join us and he turns around at the end and I did <laughs> that was pretty great one of them uh, was Mike talking about he picked up this girl who wanted to go home for from like this prom or whatever and uh, he was going to take her to her house and he gets to the address and it's a, a graveyard and then he like they run off into the graveyard and then he finds his jacket on the girl headstone which is really you know kind of creepy and then uh Oh, Carol had a had a weird one. It was around the time of Cop Rock, if you remember Cop Rock. And so she had a dream where she was getting in trouble for not being perfect, basically. And they were singing in the Cop Rock fashion. And then a lot of these episodes I really liked. They At the end, there was always like a twist, like something was real. There was really some sort of horror or some sort of, you know, creepy thing. Or the Halloween episodes were kind of like the Christmas episodes where they'd always say, you know, Santa Claus is real or whatever at the end. Even if they said they, he wasn't in the episode. And I think that one ended with some kind of little twist like that. But I don't know. That was just one of those fun ones that stuck out to me for, I don't know, 23 years now. I still remember that as like a, a favorite one. 
another one that was fantastic, one of my favorite episodes of the series, and definitely a cool Halloween episode too, was Quantum Leap one year had an episode where Sam uh, leaped into a guy, and I honestly don't remember his name, but he was like a bad horror writer. I think it was in the 50s, maybe 60s. But anyway, you know, if you're familiar with Quantum Leap, he was a time traveler. Dr. Samuel Beckett, he stepped into a quantum leap accelerator and then he vanished. And so he found himself leaping from life to life, striving to put right things that once went wrong. And every time he hoped that the next leap would be the leap home. And so this one particular leap where he leaped into this person as a time travel thing to, to correct a past mistake. He, um, he was a horror writer and all these bad things were happening in this town. People were dying. And throughout the episode, there were little uh, hints at Stephen King novels. Um, there was one point where a lady gets mad and she makes knives fly across the room. There was one point where an old uh, 50s car kind of takes a life of its own and drives a guy off the side of the road. There was a dog named Cujo, I think. Um, all kinds of little things like that. So in just those three things, you had a reference to Carrie with the telekinesis. A uh, reference to Christine with a car who was alive. And then Cujo, the killer dog from, well, Cujo. And so the end of the episode, spoiler alert here, spoilers. Basically, the, the, the whole episode was either one of two things. It was either all a dream up until a certain point, or Satan was attacking Sam for doing all the good stuff. Which really would make more sense. Especially when you go in later seasons, there's a there's like a dark leaper. There's like you know someone going around trying to put stuff wrong. <laughs> Could be Satan. I, I kind of lean that way. But anyway, so it, it turns out you know Sam is hits his head. He wakes up. He saves his old guy from dying, and he can leap out of there. But then all the things that happened, Sam acts like they really happen even though they didn't because it was all a dream and or Satan attacking him and they would time travel back to the beginning of the story um, and the little kid that's this guy's friend was named Stevie and then the lady standing next to him says tell you, tell Mrs. King I said hello and, Steve, and then Sam's like Stephen King I just gave him all the <laughs> which is really funny but I don't know that, there was a couple of those kind of creepy episodes of Quantum Leap that were really good and I do think that was a Halloween episode specifically because they were getting ready for like the church bazaar um, in the little town. I don't know. And there's probably a bajillion more. Like every sitcom has probably had a Halloween episode. I think that's going to wrap it up. I just wanted to talk real briefly about a few of these um, specials that kind of stuck out to me as a kid. And even now. Oh, one more, actually. I just remembered. Was, I think it was 98-ish. It was after Party of Five was famous. And it was after I Know What You Did Last Summer came out. Um, Boy Meets World, and this is when I really started liking the show when they were in high school. Uh, Boy Meets World had a scream parody where someone was stalking around the school, killing people uh, in the scream mask, and they were you know whatever. It's it's a funny episode in general, and they were talking about Sean was doing all the rules, like in Scream, and he would make up stuff. He's like, <laughs> it was really funny. Something to the effect of say. Once you accuse someone of being the killer, they die. It's just like in that movie. Once you accuse someone as the killer, they die. <laughs> or something like that. They kept making those kind of silly jokes where they would say something and that would be the name of the movie they were referencing. But it turns out Jennifer Love Hewitt was actually in the episode. She was Jennifer Love Pfefferman. 
and uh, she died there with Eric. Um, but then you, at the end, you find out that it's uh, a dream Sean's having, or is it? Because at, after they all wake up and leave the room of Mr. Feeney, the lights are out, and the little guy in the screen mask is still there. So dun dun dun. But yeah, that, that was a fun episode. It's one of my favorite episodes, again, of uh, Boy Meets World. Just like um, one of my favorite episodes of Quantum Leap was a Halloween episode. So anyway, I guess that's going to wrap us up officially this time. <laughs> Unless I come up with another idea. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Random City Podcast. You can find us over at randomcitypodcast.com. Or over on Facebook. You can just go to facebook.com forward slash randomcitypodcast. We're also over on Twitter at randomcity. Uh, Google Plus, we're out there. You can find us on iTunes. Just look for Random City Podcast, and you'll be sure to find us all over the place. And uh, we hope to hear from you. Maybe you can share some of your favorite Halloween-themed episodes of your shows you like. Maybe Friends or who knows what. And uh, <laughs> I would love to hear from you. And again, you can do that in all sorts of ways, including all the ways I just mentioned. Also, you can email us at randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can also call into the show at 773-71-RANDOM. So hopefully we'll hear from some of you and some of your memories of those type of things. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Random City Podcast. I am Jimmy Georgia. Peace.